welcome to Yeah But Still. Uh, joining us, long anticipated guest, Will Sasso, joining us on the pod for the very first time. Hello. Will Wanted to have you on for a long time. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. Yeah, I've been talking to you all about coming on for a while now. No. Years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, we've known each other online for like a few years now, but yep. this is actually our first time meeting in Never real met. life. Yep. And this is you're you're somebody that we uh yeah, I don't know. We're both we're both very excited to have you on. I'm happy to be here, dude. <laughs> you, just, uh, you just told him he looks like your dad, so you know. Maybe oh, I there's like say maybe that. there's sort of a primal reason that you've always wanted to have him on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just to come and familiar. check things out. This is an, <laughs> I like the setup you got in here. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, I might, you might want to fill some of these patches on the wall. Just be I mean, very fatherly with you. For yeah, the I think hour. of the. Yeah, this is definitely the most. Uh, I would say Brandon has like a baseball glove. He's like, "Yo, after this, <laughs> yeah. do you mind if we yeah. uh, toss this around a yeah. little bit?" Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? You want mm, you were gonna go to Dairy Queen? You want to come, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Uh, yeah, I well, yeah, I was telling you that of of the guests we've had on the show, you're probably the one that looks the most like my my father. Yes, it's a very yeah. funny way to measure the guests. It's an important metric for podcasting yeah. how much uh, your guest looks like your father. And uh, it's something that you should let your audience know about so that uh, they understand the kinship you feel with uh, your guest and, and how much they should be invested Absolutely. in the show. And kind of how, how how that will affect the rest of the episode in like maybe a Freudian way. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, both of us have a kinship anyway because, you know, your career has been... I mean, I'm going to get the Chris Farley interview style stuff out of the way right at the top, but I'm a big fan. Oh, cheers. Grew up on Mad TV, Brandon as well. You know, oh yeah, for very sure. big fan. We're stoked to have you on. Cheers, thanks for having me. But I, re- I remember that show. Yeah. <laughs> huge, uh, huge part, of, huge part of my life. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, Southland. I was just talking Southland. about Southland Tales. We just you did a Patreon about. episode before. We're you know reviewing, reviewing the greatest hits. Wait, you guys watched Southland Tales? I've I've watched it. Uh, Jack has not. I've not seen yeah. Southland Tales. It. But it's a it's a I I think it's it's a movie that people should I highly recommend people watch it. It's like a it's a smart movie. It's a uh, it's an interesting movie. Uh, Richard Kelly is a genius. I think both of his parents were like I, I'm I'm don't quote me I'm I'm uh, I think that they're both like NASA weirdos, mm. or one of them is and the other one's a, whatever they're astrophysicists or some shit. So yeah, he understands all this weird stuff and there was a lot of like oh I forgot there was a. Richard Kelly movie, Donnie yeah, Darko. Yeah, it was his follow up to Donnie. Yeah. Oh well, my gosh! How have I not seen that? It's uh, it, it was not uh, widely publicized. There was a lot of there was like, um, you know, he made it his way. And I think with a sophomore, with a with a mainstream sophomore film, it's like with a guy who's as much of an artist as Richard Kelly, him doing it his way and them letting him do it. I'm sure afterwards the whoever the fuck the <laughs> studio was was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> And everyone got into a big fight. But, right. yeah, there would be things on set to where Sean William Scott is in the movie, who's a sweetheart. And he goes, wait a minute. Like, we're at this door. We're at the door. I'm letting him in. And he goes, and, there, you know, if you see the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It doesn't really matter. But, wait, does he know that I'm in this and the five-second difference because of the parallel thing that and blah, blah, blah and weird Donnie Darko stuff? And does he – because it's, it's pertinent to the scene that we're shooting. Right. And uh, then Richard Kelly would go, uh, and he just puts his head down, 
and like for a minute just thinks and we're both standing there like <laughs> oh what the fuck and then after like a minute he looks up and goes yes or no like you know what i mean <laughs> like and we're just like i don't know what the hell's going on and 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 you know the rock is in it of course oh my it's gosh. a crazy cat it's the rock <laughs> the rock sean williams scott sarah michelle geller sarah michelle geller mandy moore john larroquette yeah. sherry o'terry wallace sean oh john gosh. lovitz timberlake justin oh, timberlake yeah, john lovitz right uh kevin yeah, smith yeah. fucking everyone is in this movie. who the hell else is in that movie there's a lot of people in the movie um yeah there's a lot of uh uh nora dunn uh amy poehler oh yeah it's a it's a lot this of people. A huge cast yeah yeah you know everyone was was definitely down i need to see this yeah you gotta see it yeah it's wild yeah, watch I, it today. Watch it. Me and my fiance a while back, we were like, like a, literally like a month ago. She was like, I want to see that movie. And I'm th- so then I smoked way too much pot and we started <laughs> watching it. And then she's like, I don't. And I'm like, I'm too stoned. I can't. And I can't. What am I doing? I can't get watch too high to watch yourself in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, first of all, <laughs> like, fuck me up. Actually, I I'd watch. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm like a lot of actors or whatever. It's like, I don't want to see myself in that thing. You don't watch yourself and stuff. No, I don't. I don't right. aim to, you know, sometimes you have to for this reason or that. But it's a not premiere. It's not. Such, yeah, it's yeah. Not necessarily important to me. But. I, with this, I'm like, oh shit, I'm top ten stoned, and then you know, so we started watching Selling Sunset or something, oh, abandoned okay. it. But now, now I'm gonna want to give it another try. I'm gonna be like, honey, we gotta watch. Uh, Donald Trump was on something called anyway. No, that was before the show we started. Oh, before talking about. the show we did. I Bro, do he need had us to with, watch that today. You you misspoke, but at first you said like you made some offhand comment to Trump being on No Jumper, and we right. like lost our shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the the result is actually like as funnier. Funny. He was on some po- the podcast Full Send, the full Full Send podcast, yes. is hosted by like the Nelk the boys. Nelk boys, who I think like are TikTokers who are famous for being like a combination of like toxic psycho and buff. You know, like that type right. where it's like <laughs> like I think they got That's famous th- off of like posting videos where they're throwing like huge parties at colleges, just yeah. being chaotic that's, during that's covid the new, that's the new gym tan laundry right but yeah they were they're known for this prank videos and and vlogs prank and videos vlogs um yeah it's kind of like college bro insanity i think like right? party li- yeah party lifestyle and uh pranks and there's uh okay the, the group is popular i'm just on the wikipedia right now the group is popularized a number of other terms including rona season <laughs> Uh oh, which is a reference to the group's constant consumption of Corona beer. Oh, and uh oh, wow, they own a hard seltzer brand called Happy Dad. Are they trying to huh. claim that they started Full Send? I guess so. I don't know about that. Yeah. No, but they—that's been around for a while. That's like uh, yeah. I mean, they're Dude, they're huge. I'm just yeah. I'm looking at the podcast page though, and like, it's Donald Trump, and the previous guest is Kodak Black. Amazing, Hell and yeah. then you kind of keep scrolling. It's just a really, really funny series. Candace Owens, uh, that boxer who just fought Conor McGregor, well, DJ Pauly D. Kodak Black had a uh, he uh, he was pardoned by Trump. Oh, oh my there God, you go. I forgot yeah. about so that. So it's all in the yeah, they're all in the same game. It's all connected. I yeah. Well, we were Maybe talking Kodak about God Trump. <laughs> we were talking about podcasting in general. He come in here, and then uh, I, as I was saying to you guys, I caught a glimpse of trump doing a podcast that i thought was you know no jumper or something like that and i was like uh 
I can't. I can't. I don't have time. I don't have time because I want to watch the whole oh, fucking I gotta, thing. Yeah, we have I'm going to watch, watch the whole thing. So that as the double bill. You yeah. watch that, then Southland and then Tales. Southland yeah. <laughs> Smoke way too much weed and then watch those two things. That, that, that sounds this like a great night. That does sound like a great night to me right now. It does, yeah. Thursday night, maybe around, around 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. The full send, though, it like makes sense but doesn't make sense at the same time. Like, It's somehow shocking to me that like one of the... Few media p- appearances post presidency. He's on the Full Send podcast. He had, he had Portnoy in, in office while uh, he was in office. He like he, oh yeah, Portnoy interviewed him while he was a sitting president. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. It, so it kind of makes it tracks. Yeah, it definitely. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's tracks. right. Did you see? Did you see Trump did the pizza slice review with him? <laughs> Wait. No, no, I'm just joking. Oh, he didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been one, good. But yeah. that would have been uh, that would that would make sense. What's the know? over under on Trump eating pizza at all? Oh, oh he I think definitely he eats fucking yeah, pizza. Yeah. Why would he not eat? Because he loves. He famously he's loves very fast particular. Food. Yeah, he's, he's particular. A, but you're saying he likes burgers too much. To <laughs> no, I feel like like I could, pizza. If burgers like contained. I could feel like you know he's kind of a germaphobe too. Yeah, I could see it be like no, it's too messy. Like I don't. I think that. he's. I would. The odds on bet for me is that he is a Sabaro guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. In New York, ignoring all the great <laughs> pizzerias, and uh, he would not want to do that bit with um, with uh, with uh, what's his name, David Portnoy. He would. He rather they would go to uh, as many uh, <laughs> McDonald's as they could in in Manhattan and try the fillet of fish everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh he. Yes. I do see a picture of him eating pizza with a fork. It appears, oh, and oh, then he wild. also did in a that, Pizza Hut commercial, not Chicago point. style. No, he's just eating like a New York style slice. That's all. Now, listen, I don't want to get too. Let's not get political on this podcast. But (laughs) here's what I'm going to say. Yes. Hillary would have beat him. Yeah, there it is. We're looking at a picture of him. Slice with with Sarah Palin. He's sitting next to Sarah Palin. He's got a fork and knife and there's a lovely slice of pizza in his plate. Yeah. And and it it does look like a Sabaro style. slice. Yes, there's a. Yeah, yeah, it does. I don't want to say the establishment because I don't want to like. Have some listener who lives near it be like, "Yo, it's not Sabaro." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I all, all all Hillary Clinton had to do oh, after she made the the uh, mistake of saying uh, "basket of deplorables" mm-hmm. and you know going and 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 uh, quote unquote pandering to everybody and you know bringing talking about bringing hot sauce in her purse and all that shit. Oh yeah, all uh, she had to do during yeah, the debate going on the Breakfast Club and saying yeah, hot saying sauce that in her she bag. yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you're pandering a little bit. <laughs> she, did it work? Oh, fuck. All she had to do after all of those missteps was during the debate, hold up a picture of him eating fork and you know, eating pizza with a fork and knife. And the Rust Belt would have been like, fuck him. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it that's what it. Came yeah. I down feel to. like people didn't really see that that pick. Yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah. He was. He was a big, big. It's cold, fast food. I'm sure people what have talked. Sabaro well, fast f- no, fast the fast food that he was eating in the White House. Oh yeah, cold fast food. Gonna be cold by the time it gets to the office. That's an impeachable offense. Because I we have talked about this is well we had we had kind of been talking about uh, fast food before we started recording, and um, you know friend of the pod Bill Oakley he comes on and we end up we end up talking about he's a big fast food nerd junk junk food nerd. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we were talking about Vancouver, Cana- we were talking about Canadian fast food chains, you and I, yep. before, before we uh, started this podcast. And a big fast food rule is that uh, 
you got to eat it. You got to eat it fast. Upon yeah, upon being handed the food. Yeah, you got to eat it like that's part of what makes it a fast. Minute of getting the fast food, which is why I've always been against. Lots of different foods are that way. I'm against <laughs> delivery. Yeah, I'm against fast food delivery. The idea of Mick delivery is like yeah, fast food in particular. Yeah. You're right. You can't really get a delivery. It is. It is the food quality is going to drop off. Absolutely chaotic. If you're going to like add the fees of minutes. DoorDash to a fa- like a McDonald's order, it's nuts. You're paying like forty bucks for a single meal at McDonald's. That's it's really crazy. you're just like breaking the rules of the universe by doing that. Like a lukewarm, it's not good. A lukewarm Big Mac. And he is a big uh, uh, McDLT guy. Keep the warm uh, side. <laughs> a lot of people like the warm side warm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then uh, no, he, yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, in that county where Mar-a-Lago is, uh-huh. all of the McDonald's have the McDLT still. Wait, so what's the, the McDLT? What's, was that an 80s McDonald's item? Yes, boys. Now, hold on a second here. Brandon, as your father, I want you to know that I'm very disappointed that you don't remember the McDLT. And this guy's always, this little uh, this little slugger over here is always talking about the McRib. You want the McRib back, but you don't give a fuck about the McDLT. Yeah, isn't that the cold side cold and the hot side hot in the same fucking tin of styrofoam? Whoa, wait, can yeah, you, I don't know it's anything an about can this. I'm sorry, I'm going to look this up. There, the I'm Mc- sure there's a McDLT Wikipedia page. Yeah. I'm unclear on what do you mean cold side cold, hot side so hot. So it was in a sort of like the old hot cakes uh, tray, the shit that they used to give you oh the hot cakes in. Yeah. Styrofoam, right? Yeah. All the stuff they don't use anymore for, for fast food. One side was the burger bottom with like the burger, the cheese. Oh, I yeah. see. And the other side had the other bun with all the lettuce and tomatoes and shit. So the cold sti- side stays cold. The hot s- side stays hot. Oh, you had to like assemble it yourself? Yeah, you, you put the... Dude, look at this container for it. It was like, imagine, for the listeners at home, imagine two styrofoam to-go containers yeah. kind of like joined together. Yeah. With this middle zone, almost it, like a passenger, like like it, a you know, and a, it's one of those of, long buses. Yes, oh. it's sort of bulbous on either end. It's yeah. literally they painted it gray and used it in Star Wars. The early Star Wars movies oh, were just lettuce, those flying around. The lettuce and tomato on this side stay cool. The beef patty on this side stays hot. Huh? That's a, a lot of people like that. That's my that's my Trump, everybody. That's no, definitely a solution so, in search of a problem. So like, a lot of people like the way that one. <laughs> did you ever do the did you ever do the Trump on uh like was is no. this documented on oh. besides like a on a like did you ever on screen no do Trump? No, I never did. No, I never did Donald Trump. Oh, that would dang. Been. If I ever did, it would be a lot of a lot of people this. <laughs> That's my favorite Trump slurry. <laughs> Fucking please hit your head and talk more. <laughs> who's your um who's your favorite person to do? You know, to play in sketches or do an impression of. Uh, the the uh, I mean, you know, back on Mad TV, I I always enjoyed doing different things every week, like mm. like, uh, and sort of realizing that you. I mean, I'm not I I am There are some in person. Uh, there are some impersonations I can do where I'm like, oh, I sound like the guy, and then there's the ones where I don't, and those are the ones <laughs> I enjoy, because <laughs> it's like to me, it's like ah, you're fucking, you're on a show going. Yeah. I'm, you know, like Jesus, you know, like there's, uh, you know, it, it, it's it, it, sometimes I'm like, I can't do this at all. So mm. I'm just going to do a different person and <laughs> say that it's this. So long as right. I can say the name of the person, right. go, 
I'm George W. Bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my George W. Bush. Uh, but as far as my favorite, I liked doing stuff like Steven Seagal was fun. Oh, my right. God. Those are iconic. He's just he's angry and <laughs> mental. And, you know, and we just made him more and more just he was just extremely angry and violent. And, he's and a, I mean, he's an insane guy. Yeah. He's only gotten yeah. weirder since then. Too. <laughs> I, I the will thing, like these Matt TV sketches, like the great ones have only gotten better since then. <laughs> because the, the people that we're making fun of literally become the people that we were lampooning yeah. uh, more so than, yeah, they, they escape our parody and become parodies of themselves. I will say that Steven Seagal's is one of the, only people, and not just because you know I impersonated him on the old program, but but Steven Seagal, I've never heard a good story about him. I I, no. I feel like I can, um, uh, in good conscience, uh, say that he is a piece of shit, uh, and this I don't like everybody... talking shit about people. But I do think that he's not a good person uh, because of the the horrible horrible things that I've heard about him. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that pays off when you're like. Oh, he's snapping old lady's arms in the sketch and being a bully. Um, yeah. And then you come to find out, yeah, he's doing all that stuff. He's, I mean, there's like a lot of there's a lot of funny Steven Seagal stories. I, I want to we should have Tia Carrera on sometime. OK, yeah. She it's like one of those where you need an expert like to keep track of it. That's he's right. also like making movies in like kind of like post-Soviet countries now. Yes. Like right. <laughs> yeah. Nation yeah, states like. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tia, Tia was like saying that she did a she did a movie with him years back, uh, where uh, like basically like he he shows up so late. He shows up like way later than everybody, and he has everybody just like film around it. Well, yeah, he's sitting down for most of the movies. Yeah, like, now yeah. too. That's like another he, Steven Seagal uh, trope is that he'll be sitting in a chair the entire movie. So he she was <laughs> saying that uh, she like filmed all of the scenes where she was like reacting to him or like talking to the steven seagal character but like without steven seagal in the room so then oh there's just God. like there's just some stand-in that she's talking to they're filming her side and then when steven seagal steven seagal eventually comes in and she said she said that uh for all of his scenes he would have he would just like have some like hot like bikini girl holding cue cards what and that he would just like read the oh <laughs> would, like, my God. read the cue cards like <sighs> at like as they were filming just have like some hot girl uh, showing <laughs> like holding cue cards like a ring girl yeah <laughs> walking like, by as her job like she would that it was, it was just like he hired hire some like hot lady to yeah uh hold <laughs> like, I like that he was like with his manager at a Riddick bow fight in the nineties <laughs> and went. I want all my, I want a girl like that to hold cue cards in the movie, and then that's what's been happening the past twenty five years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, put a, I want a I want a uh, number ten on it, <laughs> and the words of the movie. Have you Have you heard uh, any of the stories about the time that he hosted SNL? Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard some of the behind the scenes stuff. As a matter of fact, there were some people uh, that worked on Mad TV that were yeah. directly. And that's that's probably why I it's not stuff that I read or, or anything like this. It's personal stories that I've right. heard that make me go mm, bad. He's a bad person. What what what, what, what well, were you just that he was he was very inappropriate and and uh, threatening with people. Just yeah. do, you know, just do whatever. I mean, it's, he claims it's, to be like ex CIA. He has yeah, like all sure. of these like insane claims. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. in 2021, Seagal was Seagal gifted a 
katana sword to Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro as Russia's Foreign Affairs Ministry Special Envoy while visiting. Um, He's also an official member of a pro-Kremlin party called Adjust Russia. Mm. Um, (laughs) May 2021 became an official card-carrying member. I mean, that's why no, I wonder just, where he's up to now, because yeah, like... He just sounds mentally ill, that's all. Yeah. He was a, aligning himself with like a lot of strange yeah. government figures around the world, but also, I think, in part, to finance these terrible movies he's doing. Ah, that's a good point. To kind of have like right. this weird like political spin on a lot of okay, them. Okay, never mind what I said about him being mentally ill. He's a brilliant <laughs> businessman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, yeah the, the SNL thing, I, I, I know that he... Like, he was, he was, he was pitching sketches... What? At one point, he was like, you know, I mean, sometimes a host like sure. I have hosts have their own ideas, but none of his I- <laughs> his ideas were like, I yeah, like he had he he was like he wanted them to like do a sketch where like, uh, you know, a uh, a woman is like talking to a therapist about like being raped, and then like the therapist like tries to like rape her. And everybody's yeah. like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are yeah. you? Wait, huh? Yeah. Just like, like fundamentally doesn't like, understand humor at guys, all. I've yeah. got a really funny sketch. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, an, uh yeah, he's yeah. like, he's been out to lunch forever. Where sure. he thinks like, yeah. <laughs> like what like he's just a guy that laughs at bad things happening to right. people and yeah. he's like, no i think he's just a fundamentally hey, hey, bad bad guy hey lauren what's your favorite kind of uh human tragedy or crime uh, oh i don't know yeah we should do a sketch about that hey how about you me and paul simon go for lunch and talk about this uh, wow, you became Seagal there too. I mean, yeah, it's really spooky. You know, let me tell you a little bit about my process. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If anyone needs to smoke a big joint and watch Southland Tales, it's Steven Seagal. <laughs> he could learn a thing or two. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, about how to stand up and walk around in movies, guys. <laughs> exactly. Now, Brandon, that's something I wanted to talk to you about, <laughs> young man. I don't like the way you're sitting. He's lounging, and you've got to comb your hair. I'm fixing. Oh God. I uh, I also love the. I fixed my posture. Every video of Seagal yeah. doing martial arts is funny. Yes, it's he's, like he's doing Tai Chi. He's slow. He's slowed down <laughs> Kung Fu. It is not Kung Fu. Yeah, I mean, the older he gets, the funnier it is. Yeah, it's, just, it's just like, like his assistants like pretending to fall when he yeah, like he pokes put, them. he sticks his hand out, and it's like any video you see on the internet of of like some you know weird dude in in you know. Uh, fucking in some gym doing like, like pressure self point defense. stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Guys are running at him and he's just going flip, flip, flip with his <laughs> hand. Yeah, where it's like not really martial arts, it's just magic. Yeah. Like he essentially is doing like magic. Yeah. If you were to believe this and stuff. If, and if anyone. Energy martial arts stuff. Yeah. And if anyone put, yes, energy martial arts stuff, like that video on the beach of that woman getting oh trucked. Oh my God. We all know that. what Brandon, that is. Wait, pull that up. There's like What's an that? energy. It's not very good for a podcast, but no. I could describe it. Yes. It's a. Uh, like some guy that claims that you can make like an energy force field of like a meditative energy force oh, field well. and like he tests it on one of his students, right? Yeah. And he yeah. just runs <laughs> just like fucking clocks her. Yeah. It's just they're they're on a beach and it looks like, you know, a peaceful sort of thing where they were walking yeah. on hot coals or something. Okay. Good. And then there's like, you know, uh, a a a woman of somewhat advanced age oh, standing there. Oh no. Oh no. 
they're they're doing okay. weird exercises like they're flexing and oh yeah that's the woman in the white shirt oh <laughs> no <laughs> they're making math they're making math noises Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> so the, so this guy's playing along. Yeah. Right. They do like they're doing a Hadouken in fucking Street Fighter, and the yeah. guy just fell and started twitching around. But then, oh, this woman oh, who just wants to... She's just looking for some self-help. It's a yeah. 60-year-old woman. Oh, man. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> Clocks her. Oh, and then he starts pretending to have a seizure on the ground. <laughs> yeah. The guy who ran into her then decides to sell this weird flinching thing that he's doing like, "No, you really got me." And she's got like sand in her eyes. Yeah. She's and she immediately grabs her tailbone. That's broken. Oh man! And it was the teacher who ran into her, right? It looks like I'm it like, was. What? And then they released this video. So, like, what was the thinking there? I wonder. You know? <laughs> <laughs> was it? This is the, the, the modern, the modern Seagal uh, karate video. Yeah, it's that yeah. type of stuff. Of, he's doing this, but at least stuff. this has yeah. way more showmanship. Like right. the late Seagal stuff is literally just yeah. guys running at him and him like flicking his finger and kind of like pushing him to the side. Yeah. You haven't you haven't met the guy. I've never met you? him. No, I've never met him. Never been in the same room or anything. No, no, nothing like that. I've never close. never met him. Would love to meet him. Have you ever yeah. met somebody that you've done a Oh yeah, yeah, I've met of? a few people. Kenny though. Rogers perhaps? No, I never met Kenny Rogers. Damn, that would be funny. I I briefly met Gandolfini. We okay. had, we, we did we were talking about if if the we were in nerd mode before you came here. If there's oh, people like, that have not uh seen, you know, go back and watch the the, the Sopranos. The Sopranos uh, Mad TV Mad sketch. Yeah. I mean, um, oh yeah, the PAX. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a, a writer <laughs> named Brian Adams, not the Canadian uh, rock star, uh, wrote that. Just a real uh, kind of a pure sketch idea, where it's like, here's Sopranos, <laughs> and it's on a Christian network called PAX, so they have to cut out all the swear words. Right. And and uh, yeah, it was great. A, sketch. I forgot PAX sketch. was Christian. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is it still around or did it evolve? I thought it became I, it's high now, on. It's now called OAN. <laughs> um yeah that 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 was a that was a fun one i met him yeah i met him real briefly um uh we oh, he, before he passed away god rest his soul I he see. he we had the same business manager oh. so i met him at a party he was very quiet he seems like a very nice guy oh i met yeah, wasn't, I met, I met wasn't a, familiar with the sketch no you know what it was 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 there were a few people on the show and that were at that uh, gathering actually because yeah. uh, my my aforementioned business manager it was his thing and he handled a few of those guys mm -hmm. so someone on the show got got a hold of that sketch and was like oh you guys got to see this so they were all they were all oh yeah he does this thing great yeah. they they all dug it James Gandolfini is an actor's actor yeah. so I don't know I don't know I can't speak on it but Perhaps he's like, don't make fun of my fucking like fuck, or just like, yeah, good, go for it, fuck you. Right. Uh, so whatever. But he was he was nice enough. Yeah. I yeah, I met a few people that I impersonated. Uh, love that love that rom com he's in with Julia Louis Dreyfus, by the way. Which one is that? Um, the the um, do you do you remember this movie? No. Yeah, James Gandolfini opposite Julia Louis Dreyfus 
It's uh, what is it? It's uh. Surprised you don't know this my name because the the oh, ion enough said enough, enough said. said okay enough said because I did fact check Pax did become ion I was very oh, wow. impressed yeah, that, that was poll. kind of impressive of me yeah. to know that right yeah I didn't expect an answer when I asked enough what said to Pax. 2013 rom com James Gandolfini Julia Louis Dreyfus has a lot of heart yeah highly recommend yeah <laughs> you still gonna move to Los Angeles take that job I thought you loved me. <laughs> I do. I just do. I just want to go and see how it goes. Okay. Uh, I met Fred Durst, whom I impersonated. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about the Jim, Fred Durst. Uh, Jack's, Jack's fucking creaming over there. Yeah. Uh, I, have you heard some of the new stuff? I actually haven't heard but Brandon has. Listen, I follow him on Instagram and like, it, 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 you know, yeah, he puts out some of this new like, oh, here's the band just yeah. jamming out. West Borland is an incredible guitarist i love wes they're tight as fuck and you're just kind of like i miss i miss this i miss Mm -hmm. i miss the year 2000 and being like you know like you know there is a uh, void that needs to be filled yes there's there's definitely a need for it but having said that i saw them play a christmas show like a couple right before covid really and it was really enjoyable they're extremely good live sure sure is that like the troubadour a small venue too yeah wow no, he and he was a nice guy. I am. Most people are I'm trying to get him on the pod. He would do the podcast. I feel like we probably wait. I've heard uh, he's like kind of shy. Oh, Fred Durst. Yeah, yeah. I think you would. We could. We're, I, we've been, I mean, this has been in. The, we've been trying for a while. Soft, can, soft they, spoken guy. Yeah, they've kind of been back in the mix. Lot like mm-hmm. they just did. Uh, Lala. Yep. They did the most recent Lollapalooza, um, and. You know, I know that they're yeah they're they're back they're back in the mix. They're back in the mix. And Everything yeah, old new is album. new again. Yeah. Everything old is new again. It but is. Fred it was is, nice. Is, he was cool about it. Yeah, he was very cool. He was like, yeah, we ended up, you know, we did the we did the did some bits on the show, and then we saw him at one of another during another bit. Uh, um, a good pal, Alex Borstein, and I used to go to like red carpet events, award yeah. shows, premieres on the show and just fuck around with people, sit, stand on the red carpet. And, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was at a couple of those and he, you know, he, you know, he played with us and shit. And then, and then uh, just kind of around town, personally, I saw him you know, at a couple of things here and there. And like, yeah, super nice, unassuming guy, actually. I love that. Yeah, yeah. and then like, yeah, just like, you know, he's just, he seems chill. And then I run into him and I ran into him at a grocery store too. Like, very chill guy <laughs> <He's> <laughs> which gentle, is weird he's a gentle soul yeah he seems he is he's soft-spoken i yeah. mean i don't you know i don't know him know him but. i, I didn't have my experience of meeting him too and a guy that i think like got the sense where he's like unsure if people are like poking fun at him or not or sure something, you know sure that's got which be, is like a good oh, trait right. too i mean that's got to be he got, got got the guard up a little bit yeah yeah it's a he, see yeah. uh, steven seagal could learn something from fred durst i think we all could <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh well Oh, by the way, I I think he got such a bad rap in the in the Woodstock '99 doc. I mean, where it's like, well, that what what was he supposed preposterous to do? Documentary, right? Yeah, I think it was a flawed. It was a flawed. It was doc. a flawed film. Let me tell you, I went to Lollapalooza '94 in my uh, native Vancouver. It was at the uh, Cloverdale uh, Fairgrounds. Well, there's a, a Vancouver Lala. There was a no Lollapalooza came through. It was oh. originally like it was like a traveling, been, right? yeah. It was yeah, a traveling sort of, show, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, yeah. They would do like a bunch of dates in the summers, yeah. and uh, so we went and a big group of my friends and we had like we had a really nice situation staked out. There was a little bit of a, a, a nice grassy area, and 
some friends of ours put the blankets down. Okay, here's the here's the base. Here's the home right. base. And then a few of us ran up to the front and, you know, got right up front. We were yeah. there when the doors opened. We ran across the field. We get right up front. Uh, Green Day started the show. And um, I got the shit kicked out of me. Like, I just was <laughs> not I was not ready for any of this stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm just getting just i'm just i was not ready for it you know what i mean and i had recently uh dislocated my knee but i was like i'm doing this anyway so i was hanging on to the guardrail but you're getting smushed and i'm a big huge guy and i was like fuck this and then at one point i'm like i'm out of here so i start going over the front of the thing because i notice other people are going over the front of the railing and they're just being walked out and i just will never forget my (laughs) few of my friends laughing at me as the top half of my you know big fat body is hanging over the fucking railing (laughs) and there's security guards and i had long hair at the time this is uh 94 and they were like pulling at me and pulling my fucking hair and I, i swear i look up and like Mike Dirt, the bass player, is just playing, but he's just like looking, looking at, at this. You. Yeah, he's just like, well, I'm going to watch this for a little while. He's like, booting. And uh, and then they pull me over, and then I'm all red faced and ruddy with my hair. Oh I look like God. Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds, and I'm walking through. And then someone from a first aid tent was like, get in here. <laughs> and then they gave me water and oxygen. And uh, then uh-huh. I spent the rest of the show sitting on the blanket watching people mosh to l7 and beastie boys and stuff like that that sounds beautiful right now yeah yep every it's time i've been good times man we're fucked i've been watching <laughs> movies from around the 2000 era yeah. and like getting like really weird feelings mm-hmm. just what, like watching i don't what? know it just seems like very much like a i'm idealizing like the like 2099 era yeah. oh sure. absolutely mostly after like two years of covid well, i think now i look back I, on those oh well, i was i was watching uh i was watching euro trip the other mm-hmm. day for the first time, actually, I've never seen. That's <laughs> shocking to me. I know, I know. Especially, yeah, I, I mean, I've never seen it. You know, it's oh man, there's it's Brandon's like, seen like every weird comedy movie from like the <laughs> nine or like the two thousand. Yeah, it is kind of surprising that I haven't seen uh, Euro Trip. Uh, I, uh, but well, because I'm gonna I'm doing those London shows in May. And That's for like, your research for Europe. Yeah, because I was like, because <laughs> I was like, I gotta I gotta do the trip that they did in Euro Trip. You know, yeah. got to go to Paris, got to go to Amsterdam, Berlin, you know, <laughs> do all that. <laughs> I was yeah, like, nothing will get you more ready. Going to all with, the biggest cities in Europe. I was with my, well, I was with my buddy uh, who <laughs> is visiting from <laughs> Germany. Actually, that's like a whole nother going thing. To, I going a, to London and London a, and Berlin and leaning over the counter of the hotel concierge be like, yeah, I'm doing the Euro trip. This is route. just like this is just like Euro trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys are familiar. The Euro trip yeah. route. London, Berlin, Amsterdam, well, so, well, Paris, London, Madrid. London and then Paris. Mm-hmm. And then where do you go from Paris? You go uh, Berlin. Berlin. Probably. And then Amsterdam from there. You could. Or maybe you know Barcelona. Yeah, maybe that, you could. You I know. mean, that's like a bit. That's a ways. It's a flight. We'll figure it out. Your mom's a travel agent, right? We'll yeah, get her, we'll get her on the horn. <laughs> we gotta. Get, is this trip. the plot of Eurotrip? Do they go to those cities? I've never they seen. They do go it. to. They do to go to the. I remember. I haven't they, seen it either. So what is the premise of the movie? Remember they go to Paris and oh man, Michelle Trachtenberg looking right in that movie. Who's oh, in it? Jeez. Uh, well, How have you not seen Michelle this? Because Tra- you've talked about Michelle her being in the movie. Is in it. Uh, I forget the main guy is like I I don't think he's in that much stuff after but um 
Fred Armisen has like a a, a brief role. Awesome. It's, a, it's actually it's one of Fred Armisen's first. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Roles. He's doing Matt I, Damon's in this movie. I think that's the only thing I remember is like him in the trailers Fred, being being funny. Yeah, Wait. Fred Armisen is in the train and he plays like a weird. He plays yeah. like a weird guy. Yeah, Euro Trip. Matt Damon does make a cameo. Matt Matt Damon does the Scotty doesn't know song. He's the one singing Scotty. Oh doesn't yeah. Know. That's how I know the movie. And then, that's, the, I've heard and then that Scotty so Doesn't Know progressively becomes a bigger and bigger hit as the movie goes along, which is like a funny running gag. It's a, it's a funny through line. A lot, it's one of the things that ages well about the movie. I'm having a Mandela effect moment where it's like, I'm shocked Sean William Scott is not in this movie. Well, because... <laughs> oh, right. Well, I have like I have this image of him on yeah. the cover. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, makes well, no sense to me. A lot of people also kind of confuse Road Trip and Euro Trip. So DJ Balls oh. is in this, right? Right, DJ Qualls is not in this. Oh, He's in see, yeah, that, that's Mandela effect. Did you have you worked with DJ Qualls? Nope. Okay, so I'm just literally thinking of Road Trip. We have an answer. Yeah, yeah Road Trip. Road with Trip Tom with Green. Tom I'm Green. just thinking of Tom Green. Friend, friend, of, friend of the yeah. pod. Is it a? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. love Tom Green. Love Tom Green the, the, so uh, much. The Trailblazer. Absolutely, uh, Tom Green. Uh wait a minute. Is the are the posters similar at least? Yeah, pull up a the Road Trip. Okay, here's. I mean, are they in the same film universe? Isn't not, isn't Eurotrip like a sequel? No, no, no. They're not. People make that mistake. Of, oh yeah, so Sean William Scott is in Road Trip, right? Year two thousand. Eurotrip came out in two thousand four. Yeah, pull up pull up the poster for your Euro, uh, yeah Euro similar, Trip. very oh, man, similar. Yeah, damn. They both have street signs. Damn. Like, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, they both okay. have street signs as the title of the movie, yeah. and then basically the whole cast, you know, yeah. just kind of. You know, wigging out on the thing, going, "Hey, watch <laughs> this movie," which is every yeah. every comedy movie with young people in it from the two thousands. Right. Just, also, there was the it was a big uh, oh a bit there a big trend was the red red text. Yeah, that was a whole red era. text yeah. white background. Okay, that was yeah, like a romantic right. comedy. Yeah, red text yeah. white background. American Pie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, all the that was. Um, it's all the same graphic designer who made all of those, <laughs> right. and he just it for if you yeah. float him like you know a tip, he'll put Shannon Elizabeth on the uh, poster even if she's not in the movie. <laughs> yeah, who are these guys that were in Euro Trip? Because I remember this being like a big movie, but I think I'm just confusing it with no Road Trip. Though Euro Trip, and I'm baffled had, that they're not connected in any way. Euro Trip kind of is one of those movies that got like kind of a reappraisal. As the as the years went by and sort of became a cult classic, I'm gonna I'm gonna read like, some of this while you guys continue. Euro, Euro trip was <laughs> I mean Scotty doesn't know is like a very is yeah. like that's great that's like that is like a funny thing. What is that? It's it was a song from the movie where he's like singing this pop. Matt Damon sings this pop punk song in the right. movie, but it kind of became popular outside of the movie. Yeah, because it's a, it's a good song. Yeah, but it was uh it's uh basically. Scotty, the main character. I can't. I'm so sorry that <laughs> this always ends up happening where we're just describing, describing the stupidest thing. <laughs> we're just like fucking. This is. We, I mean, there. Yeah, whatever. But the, it's Scott. Scotty is the main character of of Euro Trip, and uh, he he his girlfriend breaks up with him after his high school graduation. He's really sad about it. And, um, you know, and then he goes to this party where uh, Matt Damon plays the lead singer of this band and they're singing a song called Scotty Doesn't Know about how, like, 
this girl is this girl is cheating on a guy named Scotty with the guy singing the song, you know. Ah. And then Scotty's at Scotty's in the back, like he's bummed. He's like, I gotta take some kind of Euro trip. (laughs) 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 Fuck! Oh man, I gotta go on some kind of Euro trip. I remember that in the trailer, the titular line. I gotta go on a Euro trip. (laughs) I go on a Euro trip, man. (laughs) But then he goes to Europe, and then and then there's one scene where he's in the club and. Uh, they're playing like a, a Euro like trance remix of Scotty doesn't know. It's like becomes a, an international hit, and oh. he kind of he gets over it. He's you should have auditioned for this movie. I'm, I probably fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't remember shit. That would be funny if you auditioned and it was like you were really hoping to get this role. Oh, You're gonna play Scotty. Well, that's like there's a lot of. I mean, I I You're just I here playing dumb. I hope yeah, to. I've never heard of that movie. I hope to be in a, a <laughs> crying. <laughs> Will, are you okay? Why are you getting emotional about? It's a big bad demon fan. I mean, I would. I would, I, I hope to be in uh, a bunch of movies that I d- don't like. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, that's been my career. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking, everybody. Um, hey, I tell you, a good film to go watch is uh, I don't know, Steven Seagal. Sit up straight, Brandon. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I mean, what, what was the? Um, Oh well, I I guess is are are there? Can you talk about like any like hell stories? Hell stories, what, uh, like about like on on set on set hell stories. Hmm. Uh, well, you know, I, I I mean, I've been I've been privy to watching people walk off sets, which doesn't happen anymore, right? Because I feel like for the past like fifteen years, ten fifteen years, people realize that all actors realize how replaceable they are right and i yeah. think that's sort of a new thing it's become like more of a buyer's market i mean yeah. uh, you know obviously there's They're no like actors are more disposable now than yeah they're... the top of the the yeah. food chain uh at the top of the food chain your will smith or tom cruise or whatever right. they having them in your movie doesn't necessarily mean box office yeah and there's some sort of trickle down economics <laughs> And a lot of people trickle down. There's been a sort of a trickle down effect. Yeah. I do Trump where you just <laughs> basically watch Trump, but then you slow it down on YouTube. I'm sure someone's done. Yeah. It, like Jimmy Kimmel did that or something. They, they like. slowed down uh, Master Shake from Aquatine, and he sounds like, huh. like Trump. Yeah. yeah Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think that. I Yeah. So I think that over the past few years. You can't see that anymore. But in the nineties, increasingly, I, it's like yeah, people act no act right because they like, have to. Get the to. fuck out of here! Right. Get the fuck! Everyone really can be replaced. Hey, Ed Norton, you being a jerk? You're not the Hulk anymore. Right? Fuck you! And you're Ed Norton. You're yeah. Fight Club. Right? Bye. So yeah. I remember like years ago, whatever the nineties or the two two thousands, you watch someone walk off a set, <laughs> and you're like, "The fuck are you doing? <laughs> the fuck are you doing?" I mean, I've never been in a position to be like. You know, I'm walking. So right. it's just watching other people going, holy fuck, you got it <laughs> like that? That's incredible. Yeah. Um, you can't but it's like, what would provoke names, a right? walk off? The dumbest shit about whatever the fuck the movie, what's going on in the movie. Some line or uh-huh. something that doesn't matter because here we are, you know, 25 years after right. Euro Trip going, who was in that? Matt Damon. No, DJ Qualls. No. So none of it matters and don't right. walk off the set. But as far as. Other hell stories. Not really, man. You know, uh, show business. But is yeah, a, people walking off set. It's is a cushy. It's a cushy fucking deal. Right. Uh, tricky at, at 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 best as far as when you are, if you're fortunate enough to be working. 
Um, yeah. But, you know, mostly stuff where like, oh, so-and-so didn't show up or people are really late yeah. or the the star of someone something is uh, is a bit of a pain in the ass. You know, when you say that, like, here's Tia Carrera acting opposite a fucking C-stand with a tennis ball on it, <laughs> um, yeah. that 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 happens, you know. Right. Yeah, that happens a lot where you're like... Um, I have a friend who actually told me the opposite of that story where he was working on this movie with Kurt Russell and he goes he goes to Kurt like you know it's 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 uh his it's my friend's coverage right so they yeah. they they've shot the Kurt Russell side and now they're turning around and they're shooting my friend and he's and it's whatever last scene on a Friday and he says to Kurt Russell he goes hey you know Kurt if you want to take off like I I got it I don't I don't need we've run the shit out of it and I can yeah. just do it over there just offering this up to the star and legendary kurt russell and he said that kurt russell said to him what are you talking about like what the fuck do i have to do that's more important than this this is what i do for a living and yeah. kind of set him straight and it's like uh in a in a lovely way yeah, because yeah. you know my my pal was just being affable about hey you're a big star you want to go steven seagal it right um and he says no so uh I, kurt you know, the man yeah. yeah, I think Makes a lot happy. of people just. That's nice. I, I'm literally searching my brain for hell stories, and it's like, th you know, nothing that's like, you know, there's a lot of moving parts to a fucking movie. I've certainly never right. been on something where someone goes AWOL for more than a day. Yeah. But you do have those days where it's like, uh oh, somebody maybe went out last night or whatever. Sure. And then they're, they're not showing up and it's all right. So you move a couple scenes early and yeah. I don't know. I'm Sounds like you just have a good attitude. You might have been in hellish movies and I don't had a know. good attitude I, about dude, it. Dude, I'm in my fucking trailer. I don't fucking know. Come get me. I'll, you know, go, I'll <laughs> right. go buy craft service, grab something I shouldn't eat, go to my trailer and fucking right. look at the internet. I mean, yeah, it, it is. Well, yeah, I mean, like just being on like one movie set I, I've it has made me so much uh, less judgmental, I think. Where I'm just like, ah, making a movie is hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? I don't, yeah, like, like, well, like, it's hard for it's hard for a lot of not, fucking people that are doing some yeah, hard work, right? I don't know about us. Not so much, not so much actors. No, yeah, like, no, actors have it really. <laughs> it's like, dude, if you can't fucking pampered, but yeah, the other the other the people that are the grips and shit who everyone, are running shit yeah. everywhere and yeah, it's. Just, I mean, like, I there would be days where it's like, oh, I you know, like I I hate that I have to wake up at six a.m. But then yeah. you get there and it's like everybody in the hair and makeup trailer has been there. Since, an hour since five, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, so it's like, yeah, you can't really complain. Yeah. And it's you have it's PAs and oh, you know, and PAs, ADs, like passing out from you know exhaustion and not getting any it. water or anything, right? Yeah, and there's no a actors total, have it easy. Yeah, and there shit. is still a hierarchy. You right. still actors still get their asses kissed on set of for course. the most part. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's kind of. I think I think it. Uh, yeah, I think in in. Uh, in you know movies and TV shows and shit like that, you really have to be. <laughs> I'm gonna say lucky to be on a set where something blows up. I would love to witness some more of it. Yeah, just for my own, just so I had some stories. Right. Uh, I'm at the bottom of your IMDb. Right. I was like, I'm in like the nether regions of the IMDb early okay. career zone. You've been, you've had like small roles in like a lot of surprising movies. Okay. Homeward Bound Two. Yes, I played the pizza delivery man in Homeward Bound Two. What was it like working with the dogs? Uh, it was nice. It was they were they <laughs> were super sweet. Have you seen those sweet. movies? I grew uh, no, Homeward I Bound. No, I've never. Oh my god! I this watched is where these. they take they take about seven or eight 
uh, dogs that look exactly <laughs> okay, yeah. the same. They yes, put they them do. in a fucking truck. <laughs> speaking of uh, interns with no water, with, with no water. Yeah, and then here's fucking a dozen fucking cats that all look the same. These are and talking it, dog movies. Yeah, yeah, and as they as they die in in the making of the film, they toss them in the garbage and they keep making. <laughs> they don't make these movies anymore. Right. But I did accidentally. So basically, the end of the movie. Uh, whatever happens, I never saw it. And then the people go, "Hey, now let's order pizza." And then I show up, <laughs> and and actually the uh, the art department on the movie had just worked with me on something else, so they made the fucking. I remember this vividly. They make the sign. I first of all, I'm driving a mini, like a, an old fucking yeah. mini, yeah. and I'm the size of the mini. I'm like a 400 pound 19 year old at that point, <laughs> and I and I come out in a brightly in a bright brightly colored shirt, and the sign on the top of the mini says Sasso's Pizza, and I was very <laughs> proud of that. And That's then sick. and I had to drive stick, and I didn't know how to drive stick, so I'm stalling this wow. fucking mini, and I get out, and I'm all wacky and happy, and I'm dancing, and the dog comes right, and he takes he. He knocks me over and eats the pizza. And it's oh, like, oh, Rufus. The dog mm -hmm. ordered the pizza. Sure, whatever. What and, the hell? Well, uh, so when the dog came at me, I'm supposed to, you know, we, we had this little gag. I'm going to flip <laughs> yeah. backwards. I'm going to land on a mat and, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. I accidentally kicked this beautiful golden retriever <laughs> right, right in the fucking jaw, right in the neck, right underneath. Uh -huh. And I'm telling you, I booted this poor doggy so hard. Oh no! And he was all smiles. He might have even had, yeah, he might have mm. even had a bleeding tongue, like he just got. Oh like my god! <laughs> it was just, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they're like, no, nah, uh. he's fine. And that I was like. And I did another one of them dog and cat movies too. Anyway, oh, which one? Wait, wait, which one was that? That one was called Hexway Home. It's always about huh. a dog or a cat going home. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh my god, uh, Adam Arkin was in that. That's the reason I remember that one. Oh wow! I mean, dude, some of these you had some like the early career. You had some like fun cameos. French wait, wait, Prince of Bel Air. Uh, no, that's that's a mistake. That's a mistake. That oh. is that is a mistake. That's mm. on my IMDb, and I was never in Fresh Prince. Of That's Bel -Air. really funny. <laughs> Ernest goes to school. Yep. Happy Gilmore, of course. Yep. One of the movers. Mm -hmm. well, when was the? When did uh you? When did you start Mad TV? Ninety seven. That was kind of the big breakout. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I moved out here, and then uh, yeah, and then after a little while after that, I got Mad TV. How old were you when you started Mad TV? I was twenty two. Wow. Young. Yeah. Yeah, they shouldn't have let me on that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't know, like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, just like, there's a few of us, like, young people who are like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Kenny Rogers is drunk now. Well, that's what made okay. the best stuff. I mean, that was... That's Kenny Rogers, jackass? Oh, that was, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Literally, I was just, I remember I go to our exec producer, like, hey, have you seen these... uh promos for this thing jackass no and uh it's just like uh all i remember was like i was literally in the offices at mad tv with aries spears and we just sit there on the couch and watch tv and like <laughs> right and just in the writer's offices and uh -huh. like they're like the writers are like get out of here go <laughs> home right like we used to just fuck around all the time uh -huh. and aries was the exact same age right we were both 22 and we joined the show right then uh, it was uh, two or three years later that Jackass started on TV. Who was, who was writing on it at the time? Who was writing on on the, Mad TV? Oh, there was a bunch of people. You know, Mike Komen. Oh, wait. there was uh, Michael oh, Hitchcock, Mike 
Michael Coleman. Uh, How do I know that name? Uh, Tammy Sager, Rich. Uh, uh, th- there's so there's so many. There were so many great writers. Scott King was an amazing writer. Mm. Uh, 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 Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, the, the, well, the old, some of the old school writers that were there, like Mike Short, Marty Short's older brother, right. was who wrote on SCTV. Was uh, it wasn't Patton Oswalt in there? Patton Oswalt was there before I was there. Uh, okay. Blaine Capatch, who's just oh, a fucking I love, genius. Blaine Capatch is a, an amazing he's, comic. He's he's incredible. I feel like I, I I think a lot of listeners might not know that name. Yeah. But Blaine Capash, I, I remember being. He's one of the funniest people. In comedians the world. of Comedy Live at the Troubadour. Oh, yeah. And it, which is a great special. If you've not seen it, it was mm-hmm. like essential it. viewing for me as a as a kid. Uh, but he has a, he has a great set in that and is like, yeah, he's like a, such a funny comic. And writer. Yeah, he, yeah. He was one of the, you know, whatever. Like he was one of the early like he, he created that show as much as anybody else. You know, it was it was from his. Uh, his sensibilities, but and he was always like, "No, nope, not funny. Let's not do that." Or, "Oh, fuck you. Let's lose that comedy." And mm-hmm. he was always the straight shit and a genius. Uh, he would do. He wrote a lot of Kenny stuff, and and me and him, Brian Hart, wrote a lot of Kenny stuff, and we would we would all be doing Kenny back and forth. So imprinted in my mind is Blaine always going. So then uh, you come in and then Kenny's like, hi, and then, and then Brian's like, well, wait, shouldn't he be like, and I'm like, no, he should go. And Blaine's like, no, no, no. All right. Uh, Gary Campbell. So many rich Tallarico, Lauren Dombrowski, God rest her soul. So many, the aforementioned Brian Adams, Brian Tucker, who went on to Saturday Night Live and stuff. Oh, a bunch right, of people yeah. that did that. Emily Spivey went on to Saturday Night Live. So many. Stephen Craig. I, 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 my mind boggles because it's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, Absolutely. I remember them all so, so well, and and they and they all, Devon Shepard. Th- there were so many incredible fucking writers. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. But yeah. yeah yeah uh, Aries, the, i mean the, oh yeah Aries. i was just saying we're watching tv and bam margera rides his bike down a hill and goes into a <laughs> fucking smashes into a porta potty and we're like gotta do something with that <laughs> um i was like hey how about kenny rogers doing that and our, <laughs> pro- our pro- executive producer dick blasucci also from sctv was like I don't know. I think what is it? What are they one doing? One of the first like jackass style pranks he does is he goes up to a cop, takes his gun, and <laughs> shoots himself in the foot. Right. <laughs> I remember I like wrote these bits down like on a piece of paper on a plane because uh-huh. I I I had pitched to Dick we should do just Kenny Rogers doing jackass, right? And he's like, I don't understand why uh-huh. you know just super like <laughs> sweet about it but it was like no i don't what is jack it's like no right. it's starting it's starting and these guys and yeah. it's sort of like the big brother shit and these fucking dudes and they, they skate stuff and they're weird and they're gonna you know this guy staples his balls to his leg <laughs> i no 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 and then later you know then the show premieres and jackass right. is a sensation a, a hit, yeah. and then he hit me up and he was like uh, uh we talked on the phone he's like and i was up I was back home in Vancouver for a week, and he goes, "Hey, we should do that. Uh, we should do that sketch with the Kenny Rogers." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I was flying the next day or so, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got to come up with things." So I was literally just writing down, "He goes to cop and <laughs> he shoots himself in the foot. And someone so throws a baseball bat at his face, and we just, 
you know, I wrote down a dozen of them, then yeah. take them to work, and someone's like, okay, let me type this into a computer, and then uh, let's add some other ones. And Blaine's <laughs> like, what if we do the blah, 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 and then Brian's like, blah, blah. So, <laughs> Were you involved in the original, like the Kenny Rogers skits in general, like the... I'll tell the you origin the f- story sketches, of Jack. Sketches, Jack. God sketches. damn it. Sketches. I, I, we've been over this. <laughs> I, I told you. God damn it, Jack. I said, I said, Will's coming in. Do you don't say skit? There's two things. Assassin, <laughs> I don't told you. Up, yeah, don't ask him to bring up horror stories from set. Or Steven Seagal. And then don't... Uh, Say skit. Oh, we fucked. We fucked it. We, we fucked can record. It. You know Brennan, what? Put away the gun. Yeah. <laughs> go, let's let's go no. back here. Hey, we're back. No. Um. <laughs> you know what it was was. Hey, when I say that, look, when I started on Mad TV, I used to, I literally would sit there in the. I was like, this show's going away after this season, so I need some tape. I just need some stuff for my demo reel, and. uh so I would literally hang out at Mad TV almost every night. I had no fucking life. I had no, you know, friends outside of the, the show. Did you have a home? Uh, no, I lived. Uh, I lived in. I lived in. I yeah, lived we used in, to watch TV there. Yeah, had, I used to sleep be like, there. Please go home. Well, yeah, I'd wash my balls in the craft service sink. Yeah. And, um, I I was uh, I was there and and I would just stay there until the last writer had left. Yeah, because like maybe I have a pitch for this writer or that, and um, I was. Uh, so one of the things I would do was I would just literally go into the uh, script coordinator's office and sit on the fucking floor and just next to the recycling box and just read read sketches. And there was one sketch that I go, holy shit, what the fuck is this? And it was Kenny Rogers Roasters, like Kenny Rogers, which we called Kenny Rogers Broasters. Because uh, the legal team at Mad TV wasn't as good as Saturday Night Live, where you can actually <laughs> sing a song or say McDonald's. Yeah. So I guess we can't do that. We got to change the name to Brosters. <laughs> oh Jesus! Everything was like that. It's like, you know, hey, it's it's. Uh, what was the other one we did? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. So no, I was kind of curious if you can ever remember, but <laughs> yeah, they were all like everything was not exactly. It was Skyzer Permanente instead yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Kaiser Roll Permanente. That was the Mad Magazine influence. NYPD Black. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting there reading this sketch, and and I go, what is this? Who wrote this? And they're like, Blaine wrote that. And it was just a straight-up Kenny Rogers sketch, and it was from the season before. And it went to the the table read, and uh, it, didn't, it didn't make it, uh, <laughs> which should be the end of it. I don't even know why it's in... The recycling bin a year later. Yeah. Well, and I go <laughs> yeah, wild. I go to Blaine's office. I go, hey, man, this fucking sketch is hilarious. He goes, oh, yeah, so-and-so read it at the table. Uh, he didn't want to do it or something. And I was like, oh, well, we should. And he goes, well, can you do Kenny Rogers? And I was like, I'm Kenny Rogers. Because <laughs> that's what he sounded like. He was like, yeah. I'm Kenny Rogers. <laughs> mm, boy, I love barbecue. I yeah. Love, I, it's Ke- Kenny Rogers, our holiday hits. Hey, uh, you know, just that's Kenny Rogers. He's just yeah. got a nice voice. So the first one was just me going, hi, I'm Kenny Rogers, and I, lo- I love chicken and, you know, corn, and welcome to Kenny Rogers Broasters. <laughs> and then we, I was I started doing this, like, weird laugh, or whatever. <laughs> just, again, because, like, 22-year-old idiot, just, I don't know, what, comedy? Here, what about this? Let me make a weird noise. All right, bye everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna go back up to the writers' office and sit there and watch that TV. And uh, 
<laughs> and then uh, we did another one. It, it, we did it. We shot it. It, it. it went well. It was funny. So then we did Kenny Rogers Ice Cream Parlor. And then I start going, I'm Kenny Rogers Ice Cream. Because I'm just bored. I'm like, let's yeah. do something different with it. And then I started right. making him more and more weird. <clears throat> and then I remember we had the next season we had a, I had a, a, a sort of a, I was like, oh, he his hair should be fucked up. Yeah. And Brian, <laughs> Brian Hart, writer, producer, was like, no, no, he shouldn't have his hair fucked up. And I was like, no, it'd be really funny. He goes, all right, well, the part where you're selling the album, it was like a duets album. The part where you're next to the, the couch going, ah, I'm Kenny Rogers. And, oh, here's another one. LMNOP Tail Records. He can't <laughs> say K-Tell or whatever. Uh, For anyone yeah. in the audience who's over 50 years old who n- remembers when they used to sell the album sets from K-Tell. That's a very funny reference. And, uh, <laughs> and then there was a performance piece where I'm performing with... You know, Alex Borstein is Bjork, and uh, Pat Kilbane is is Marilyn Manson, and, and Mo yeah. Collins is Cher. He goes, "Well, you can have your hair a little rocked out for that." And then from there, I started. And then a couple, few years later, I was like, "Remember, I was in the morning. I was at the gym, and there was this guy on the you know on a machine, and he just had this black eye. And I was looking at him for like a half hour, just going." guy's got a whole story got a black eye how do you get that black eye now he's just out here in public on an elliptical machine <laughs> i was just you know whatever it's the morning and like watching this guy and i come in and we're doing this sketch where kenny and alex borstein as dolly parton are doing a touring company or a touring show of greece and uh and i said to make up to the brilliant jen aspinall i go hey give me a black eye she, and immediately she's like oh why and i'm like because it's this guy at the gym <laughs> and i tell her the whole story she's like oh, whatever gets producer brian hart on the phone like will wants a black guy uh just it's like no no that's dumb and then i'm doing it already in the mirror <laughs> shit like that anyway kids that's how you make uh funnies when you don't know what the fuck you're doing necessarily well, <laughs> i mean i kind of like I didn't even know what Kenny Rogers Roasters was until just now. And oh, like, okay. wait, what? Until just now? Yeah, I've never heard of this. Oh, I I remember I remember Kenny I I remember seeing it at like There uh, used to be a Kenny Rogers Roasters. Oh yeah, absolutely big rest stops. Yeah, big rest oh, And this is a lot still of rest stops. like yeah. it's still there are still locations around the world. Yeah. Are there? Uh, there's 180, but they're almost all in like Thailand and Phuket and like Sure. <laughs> sure. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. A, this is there used to be one in Toluca Lake, right near the Robux Juice. There was a Kenny Rogers Roasters. It's this is like home cooking. Wait, looks like so you were you were like, like watching these sketches, just not. Oh knowing. well, I mean, I was watching these like I didn't know what a lot of the stuff was. I sure. was dumb. Yeah. Like I was, I didn't know who Kenny Rogers was. What? Yeah. But oh, it's one sure. of those things where it's like funny. Yeah, you don't course. have to know who it is. Well, I, that's yeah. the, you know, I saw you doing Kenny Rogers before I knew who Kenny Rogers was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of you know younger people who saw the show. We're li- that's the way it was with me growing up watching yeah. SCTV, Saturday Night Live, Monty Python. You don't get, well, certainly with Monty Python, I wouldn't understand any <laughs> references. But um, as a kid or whatever, or even as a teenager, you're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But it's funny. Yeah. And you're right. laughing. And then later, yeah. you, you start to realize. I mean, Family Guy is a huge show with like kids. Yeah, kids children love Family Guy. Movies. But it's like all of the references are from like before they were born. Yeah. Yes. It's like. It's yeah. all Seth MacFarlane and contemporaries going like, right. here's the shit like, that is fucking hilarious. You right. know, guys like Alex Sulkin and Danny Smith and Alex Borstein. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That, that big, like, big connection. Get, yeah, you know, yeah. like people that are, 
you know, my age, I'm 62. And, um, oh, you're, no, no I'm not 60. 50, I was just you're uh, 49. I will 40, be, I'll be 47 in uh, May. Seven, but, um, 47. I knew you were in 62. Yeah, no, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, sit up straight. 40, 47, 47. But yeah, I think with older people or whatever, like the shit that, you know, made, made, you know, fucking uh, the references you have from the 80s and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's probably kids listening to this right now that, that don't like, know. What's Euro Trip? Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> so, you know, what? I don't, okay. Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Durst. Oh, there's definitely, they're absolutely. Yeah, Zoomers listening to this shit that we're referencing stuff they don't they have no idea. Yeah, what well, and about. also it's like, yeah. I, I actually we listened to Kenny Rogers when I was growing up. My my my. I'm mom, a fan now. Yeah, I, yo, Hits. Kenny Rogers, his songs are so dark and fucked up. Oh my god, yeah, Ruby, 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 don't take your love to town. It's mm. hard to love a man who's. Uh, uh, legs have been paralyzed, and the hopes and the or the the wants and the needs of a woman your age, Ruby, I realize. And uh, she Ooh. she's leaving. She there's a Vietnam vet yeah. who can't move, and his girlfriend is is going out, and she's, you know, she's working the streets. Mm. And if I had a uh, and if I could move, I'd take a, this gun and put her in the ground. Oh, Ruby, don't take your love to town. <sighs> Yo, it's like they're all very. The, a lot of them are very deep. Every single one. Is there one yeah. besides uh, um, the Dolly Parton duet, um, Islands, in the, Islands in the Street? I mean, is there an, like all of his big songs are really dark. There are a lot of them. Even the Gambler. Uh, a man dies dark. in front of him. Guy da- dies in front of him in the Gambler. Talking. Uh, They're having a conversation. The guy's drinking his whiskey and falls over and Tower, dies. Coward of the County is... About a, a man... Excuse me. Woman gets... Sexually assaulted by multiple men. Yes, it's, and then he goes oh, in. Man. Yeah, it's 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 that his dad before his dad died, uh, he says, "Don't don't be like me, don't uh, son. Son, uh, oh, you don't have to fight to be, be a, a man. man." No. And then and then uh, Kenny Rogers is singing the song from the POV of that guy's that kid's uncle, and Ugh. he's like, "This kid's gonna get just worked in life if he doesn't stand up for himself." And then uh, the you know they talk about it, the love of his life, and then the Gatlin boys came calling, and there were three of them. It was really dark, and mind oh, you, all man. the you know these songs are all like jolly sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and They're then upbeat. shit goes down, and then he, people out there, I should say, kids, if you've never heard "Coward of the County," the, here's your homework, please. Uh, "Coward of the County," "Ruby," and "The Gambler." But then there's other songs like, you know, She Believes in Me and and stuff like that that are just sweet love songs. Beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah. Uh, but a voice like molasses. <laughs> yeah. Like sweet molasses over over uh over your choice of breast or thigh. <laughs> Rogers. Um uh, but he you know, I grew up listening to that shit, so I revere Kenny Rogers. I actually did a lip sync in the fourth grade to uh, Islands uh, Islands in the Stream. Wow! And I love Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Um, I love a lot of the people that that you know I impersonate because there's a reverence there. You start of fucking course. around and yeah. you know their shit. But uh, but yeah, his stuff is. I actually felt bad after a while just going like. I met his attorney once. He came into some weird. Uh, showbiz fucking uh mediation and he goes at the end of it he goes 
you know, I represent Kenny Rogers. <laughs> and I go, oh, yeah, has he seen the? Has he seen any of the stuff? And he goes, <laughs> Uh, no. I was going to say, I feel like Kenny Rogers <laughs> is like too famous where yeah, he's like right. doesn't even know what's on he's TV. He's like protected. Like actually <laughs> yeah, living like yeah. a king somewhere. But right. then I said to him, I go, oh yeah, because he's probably passed out drunk by 8 p.m. on Saturday night. <laughs> uh, Mad TV aired it late at night on Saturdays. And, and then he looked at me like I wasn't joking. He didn't get it. And he goes, you know, Kenny doesn't have an alcohol problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, okay, see you later. Because my Kenny Rogers always had a bottle of Jack Daniels. He was like a <laughs> wasted. And there was no reason <laughs> for this, man. There's yeah. absolutely no stories, completely fabricated. No stories of Kenny Rogers ever having an alcohol yeah. problem issue at all. It's just like, hey, one of th- it's like the black eye. Hey, mm. what if he has a bottle? <laughs> this is me pitching something in, at 24 years of age. What if he has a bottle of b- booze? Okay, well, yeah. And then he drinks it. He'll drink the whole thing. Yeah, okay, cool. And then, But then we switch it out, and I have a candy glass one, and then I smash it on my head. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, and it tracks, ma- though. I mean, I think it's yeah. like what makes, what makes it so good. I mean, you can see it. I like, I like that Kenny Rogers. I prefer it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> It's certainly, you know, as far as, uh, well, that's a good thing about doing singers is you never know what they sound like when they're just talking. Iconic right. singers who are now just touring Branson, Missouri, or touring Branson, Missouri, at which point we're making those sketches, There, it's like, oh, I can just kind of make whatever I want, I right. guess. Randy Newman, this is what he talks like when he's not, no one's ever heard, you know what Randy Newman sounds like when he's talking? Like this. This is what he sounds like. Oh, he just, like. Sounds, yeah. he just sounds like yeah, a normal okay. person. Yeah. He sings with his singing but voice. But he has a goofy singing voice. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, he's got this weird register when he sings. But right. if you hear him talking, uh, yeah, well, the uh, album came out and it did pretty good. And then I did Short People. And that's <laughs> he just sounds like a person. And I'm like, let's give him a bottle of booze. <laughs> really good stuff. I mean, I, I wish you and Kenny could have connected one day. Yeah. There was a thing where a friend of mine was working on the Country Music Awards, and he said, do you want to come out and do a thing with if I pitch this thing to Kenny Rogers? And I was literally like, no, that's a bad idea, and it's uh, not going to go well, and yeah. none of those people know what the fuck this is that I'm doing. By it. Yeah, it right. would just be a it would just be a long way to go to be like, <laughs> look at this. Yeah. I'm just gonna get him embar- I no, yeah. I don't in a pre social media era where it's like Yeah, there's nothing It's like actually like a good idea for now. Yeah, if you then could do in that, a vacuum, like people wouldn't like Yeah, if now you uh you know did an impersonation of, you know, Luke Bryan or something, I guess. I don't know. Right. Uh that might work, but but yeah, I, I, it's a good thing. I, I was like, nah, nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. I don't think so. Not, not worth it. Yeah. You know what I want to talk about, you guys? And I was actually thinking that maybe this whole episode, although we've had a good time talking about what we've been talking about to this point, that there's something yes. that you guys did that I caught an episode about a year ago <laughs> that I want to talk about, oh, just as yeah. a follow up. And I feel like this could be the official follow up to. The Rock Doc episode. Oh my oh, God! Wow. I listened to you that. The Rock Doc, and I remembered it, so I listened to a little bit of a uh, little bit of it on the way here this oh. morning. <laughs> wow! Dude, you remember the Rock you. Doc? Oh right? my God! Yeah, this is like. Is he in like, prison now? I I'll check up oh, on, on him shit. right now because <laughs> I haven't thought about that guy in so long. 
<laughs> you know what? That was one of those where I think we are kind of counting on like somebody hitting us up being like, hey, I know him, you know, but that did not <laughs> Dude, happen. I have not thought about the rock duck in so long. That is he is so funny. Worth, worth, if, for those of you that are newer to the podcast, this is worth uh, going back for. Yeah, 100 percent. Um, I think he is in prison and like <laughs> this is he a guy, might be out now. This is a guy who decided to make his own reality show <laughs> about himself being a rock doc. The problem yes. is, is that he's a um, he's a nurse. He's not a doctor. <laughs> and as you guys point out in the episode, there's nothing rock and roll about him except for his uh, music. Listening his lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Well, he likes rock and roll. He well, likes so rock do, and roll. Yeah. So do we. Yeah. Right. We're not. This isn't <laughs> right. a rock pod. Right. Yeah. Right. We everybody likes rock and roll. It's the music. Right. There's yeah. rock and roll music. And you go, hey, this is some good music <laughs> that doesn't make you the rock doc. And he so he's not a doctor. So right. a, a disqualified. Not a good premise for a show. You are right. actually half of the title is wrong because you're not a doctor. The other half yes. is also wrong because you're not. Uh, music isn't a part of your lifestyle yeah. aside from the fact that he was making uh, like rap metal with his good buddy. Yes. About oh, my God. He was also on the side making rap rock. I remember why there wasn't a follow up to rap, this. Rap, we were going, I was planning part two mm-hmm. with the, the writer from the Atlantic that wrote that great profile about it. Yes. Who's like a serious journalist. And he, what, what he, he got scheduling, he was in jail like, because of pill, he was giving everybody so pills. He was, he was like an opioid really? doctor, basically. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But there are some people that I did. I mean, also, he's not a doctor, as you pointed out. Yeah. But like, there were some people that were like, oh he is God. like, he was a good doctor and he actually was a doctor. But like, I think he might have incidentally been selling opioids too. Like, <laughs> he, he, well, but he, also treating some people. I don't know. He was selling op- opioids to people and also trading opioids for sexual favors. And oh, no. one of the people that he that he gave opioids to was a pregnant woman. And then uh, you guys were going over his uh, potential, um, uh, oh, you know, what might happen with him with sentencing and stuff. And a lot. He was looking at years and years in prison. Yeah. Uh, I wonder oh, if he's had man. his court date yet. I know he was because I mean. He has like a Facebook that he was being that was updated for a while, and I did see that like, I mean, he was at least locked up for a bit, pending trial. Yeah, um, oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> we need to get him on the pod. That's fascinating. That's yeah. more. This is an episode where your 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 listeners will go off and have homework. You got to watch Southland Tales, listen yes. to those three Kenny Rogers songs, and look up Rock Doc on YouTube. And then yes. try to find a connection between. Is it? Can you find? Can you find rock? If you just search "rock doc" on YouTube, will you find it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hopefully, the pilot. I think. Oh yeah. This is like a. This is like an. Er, this was like way back. This is. Oh my it god. It was like I, a very VH1 reality show where. But self. But yeah, it was something that was never sold. It was no. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> I what I appreciated yeah. about it just. And I remember I was literally momentarily obsessed with it. I went down a, a bit of a hole that yeah. day and went, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> as as one tends to do right, right, with right. the Internet. Right. Uh, yeah. I feel so like I, you're kind of you're kind of more logged on than a lot of a I, lot of your your peers. I think so. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I spent a lot of I, I spent an irresponsible amount of time going into <laughs> shit that m- is meaningless and doesn't help <laughs> me or anyone else in any way at all. Uh, but, yeah, I went. I went deep into that guy and watched some of his stuff and listening to it again, literally this morning on my way here, I remember 
as you guys were playing some of his YouTube show, that it's like, I'm a rock doc. And then it's like, brand out, brand out, brand out. Okay, you got a music sting there. And then it's like, here's my office. I'm in, I think he was in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. And he's wow. like, here in Jackson. And underneath that is, brand out, brand out, brand out, brand out. And it's like a different rock song. And it's like, I've got, and then it's like, here, I'm, you know, he's going over with his patients and there's a guy who's like, yeah, I feel better now. Yeah, you look better. Yeah, I feel better now. Thank you. Yeah, everything's better. Yeah, it's better. And then underneath that is... And I'm like, yo, this show, this presentation is 30 seconds old and it has three... You know, general fucking you know sound <laughs> library. Yeah. And that's to me, that's a VH1 documentary that I can watch. Yeah. I call it kitchen TV. You know, for me personally, Absolutely. you're cooking something and you just got, you know, something VH1 on. on. Honestly, the the yeah. rock doc has the feel of like a Mad TV sketch. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I have updates for you. Yeah. This is from Rock Doc TV Facebook account. Um. This is the post. This is important. Remember that Jeff is in prison, but these people are in their beds at home tonight. Um, Jess, Jeff had not been convicted of anything at all, but he's been in jail for almost three years. So he's been in jail this whole time. That's wow. fucked up because yeah. he couldn't afford oh, bail. Man. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that would change be... my opinion of justice. I don't know everything about what happened, but I do know that. Oh, shoot. I clicked away. I'm sorry. I wonder who runs this or. Dude, I'm done. <laughs> There's a lot of his posts. his best buddy who has the haters. Oh, it might be him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um. Sorry, I accidentally clicked away with it. This is a message from Jeff. I need your help with an exercise. Dot dot dot. Starting today, I want you, uh, at some point in your day, to take a moment to visualize what our reunion will look like. What will you do? What will you say? Where are we? Etc. Don't share it with me. I know life is busy, but sometime during the day. If you will all take a minute and visualize our meeting for the first time on the other side of this, make it as detailed as y you have time for. Please do this every day from now until May, as you remember. I'm asking everyone I know and speak to to do this exercise. Our collective vision will manifest itself. I will see you soon. Jeff Young, too. Mm. Pass this <laughs> message on to anyone you talk to who knows me. Well, I just did. Yep. Yep. Folks at home, that's a good way to close this one. Folks at home, yeah. take a minute <laughs> to visualize <laughs> mm. meeting the rock doc. Oh, yeah. that makes me sad. Maybe even as a patient. Yeah. And he'll ask you, how you feeling? And you'll go, pretty good. And you'll go, <laughs> oh, before you weren't feeling hurts. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my back hurt before, but now it's good. Yep. Well, we'll see. Three years in. Yes. Yeah, wow. he... he the charges you guys were outlining in the thing him. were like 40 years, 60 years. Yeah. He probably had a considerable amount of bail that there's no fucking way yeah. he's making. So he's just sitting there, Ugh. you know, telling people to think about him. Oh, oh I'm sorry I brought it up. That no, that's um, I, I hadn't thought about the rock doc in a, in, I mean, in a while. Some some of the opioid doctors deserve that treatment. Yeah. I don't know which type it is nice he to, was. You know, it's nice to know that you're, you're listening. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll no, listen. No, yeah, I'm flattered. I, I've, I've listened here and there, but I've listened to that episode now, I guess, three times or what? something. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, hell yeah. I think I, I think I may have, I think I listened to it, and then I think uh, I was like, 
And then watch the doc. Watch the doc thing. And then I was like saying to my fiance, hey, you got to hear this. I mean, and then dude. she's like, I don't I don't I don't want to watch Southland Tales. I don't want to watch this. I don't wanna- <laughs> the rock. Doc, the rock doc is like amazing because also just his social oh, media yeah. presence. He's like, oh, you know, so funny. an older guy that's yeah. dedicated his life to being sexy. Yeah. And like yeah. mysterious rocker. Yeah. He's poetic. Yeah, he does a lot of poetry. Yeah. Worth, yeah, worth going. Is that a is that a free feed or a Patreon episode? I don't know. Might be. I don't know. Get get on the Patreon either way. He's got. Yeah. He's, he's in like a picture one of the right mo- there with one of with some of Steven Seagal's cue card girls. <laughs> one of the most divorced people of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you describe him. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. So. Oh man. This is so sick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that guy. He looks like the energy worker on the beach. Like that guy should just be trucking through a sixty year old woman. Uh huh. Should be going to jail for that. God, this is so damn. sick. Um, this, all right, well, yeah, thank you oh, so yeah, much. So you wanted to, uh, we we got to get the plugs off. Yeah, okay. yeah. You have a you have a new pod. I have a new pod show. It's called Dudesy, and you can check it out wherever pod podcasts are. Spotify, iTunes. We're on YouTube too. It's my friend, uh, my good buddy, writer producer Chad Culchin, and I. He's uh, he's a good pal. We did another podcast a few years ago, and. Uh, we're back doing this thing. It's weird. You can check it out. It's called Dudesy, D-U-D-E-S-Y, and uh, there's an uh, there there. It's uh, completely programmed by artificial intelligence, <laughs> and now you can check out what that's like. Uh, com- uh, comedy being programmed by AI. It's a new. Oh wait, a, what's what's this? What's what's all this about? Well, there's an AI that we've partnered with this <laughs> bizarre uh, company that has this state-of-the-art sort of first-of-its-kind uh, artificial intelligence that I- that we gave our uh, search histories, purchase histories, uh, social media, and all this shit to this AI. And it is go- our text messages, our emails, and it is going through and going. And a- along with our works, you know, Chad's written a bunch of books and TV shows and movies, and he has a podcast about The Bachelor, if you like The Bachelor, he's broken down The Bachelor uh, mm-hmm. more like sport and uh, very interesting guy. They have a book out now about The Bachelor, and that podcast is called Game of Roses um, that he does with his friend Lizzie Pace. And this, this but this podcast <laughs> is taking everything about Chad and I in uh-huh. a comedy space and uh, and otherwise it's asking us to talk about this and that, and it basically programs the podcast and we just had our first episode oh my god like is it giving you topics or sentences or uh, no it's giving us it's giving us segments yeah it goes like do this do that <laughs> like will you do a hulk hogan impersonation the first bit out of the gate was that will you do a hulk hogan impersonation and then it says you know news and um you know news items news podcasts are a big oh. part of podcasting do mm-hmm. a news segment as as hulk hogan it's <laughs> called infomania and then here's that one was was scripted like it wrote this fucking like it's like the oscars are coming up is there human interference here was it i think i know the type the the ai software there's like this ai software that's like unrecognizable between like human writing and my thing is like i'm like i you know podcasts to me are what we're doing here we're just fucking some dudes fucking (laughs) shitting around as i like to say the but, guys talking. So yeah, it's some guys talking in a room. The best segment of all. <laughs> and, but uh, so there's a lot of that too because sure. it's us breaking down what the fuck we've done here and why. That's crazy. This that's is a really go, great concept. I didn't know about this. Is that's 
Chad's a weirdo. He's into the more, he's into yeah. everything AI. He's like, that's the future. We're not going to need actors. We're not going to need writers. Every single thing you, as an example, he would always say, he's always saying this. Think of any fucking movie. You will be able to plug that into an AI and make it. Euro trip and road trip, make it one movie. And hey, AI, yeah. give it to me. And that's that technology is coming. So wow. very, sh sooner than later, if you listen to my weird cryptic pal Chad. So it's the this funniest is to imagine like use of this technology. <laughs> oh sure, you'd be like, do make that movie and and uh, godlike powers, and the first yeah. thing you do is like combine Euro trip and road trip. <laughs> so yeah, check it out if you if you feel like it. It's called Dudesy. That's great. Amazing. That's great wow. to, uh, oh, I, I want to plug plug dates before we uh, sign off. Okay, uh, plug them. April fifteenth. Uh, going London, London, Berlin, Paris, <laughs> then back <laughs> to going. Barcelona. I'm gonna recreate Eurotrip <laughs> this summer. Uh, yeah, April fifteenth and sixteenth, uh, Seattle and Tacoma, and then May sixth, uh, uh, May uh, freaking oh May 9th through uh the 13th uh i will be in london may 9th through the 14th gonna be at london in london at soho mm. theater and also uh i well we're gonna get the the link for this uh soon but i'm gonna be in your uh your hometown of oh, vancouver cool. just for laughs vancouver super uh at biltmore uh but uh yeah so so come out to come out to those shows if you live in those cities Woo. Thank you again for coming on. Thank, Thank you. For Thanks for on, having bro. me, guys. This was a fucking blast.